What's up, guys and gals, fellow whiskey sippers? This is Whiskey Biz Podcast, where we rate and review whiskeys under $30. And tonight is no different. Uh, Just as a friendly reminder, we can get slightly offensive and inappropriate at times. So uh, just be wary of that. Or what? Wary? Wary. Yeah. Wary. I think wary is right. W A R Y. Yeah. Yes. That one. one. (laughs) that one so um yeah tonight's going to be a little bit different and actually the for the first or not for the first but for the next few episodes as well um we are recording remotely so yes we are and also chris won't be on this episode he's actually pretty busy right now so it's gonna be me and devo running most of the episodes from now on but we're the more fun ones anyways so you know enjoy (laughs) Not to say, because Chris does listen, and Chris, not to say that you're not fun, man. I'm just talking up the crowd here. <laughs> so, um, so this week we're going to be tasting the taste of the month for Total Wine, which is actually First Call Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Um, whoop, whoop. Yeah. So, if you guys didn't know, the first call is when they first call the horses to the gate. So, you know, when they're doing their little warm up and then they blow the first call and that's their warning to start heading back. Yep. So get ready for the races. Yes. So this is 90 proof, 45% alcohol by volume. Surprisingly, this doesn't put the proof on it, but oh yeah, it does on the back, not on the front. It actually says the alcohol content um, on the front, but it is bottled by IJW Whiskey Company in Danville, Kentucky. Um, and aged a minimum of three years. Uh, the bottle is pretty traditional or kind of traditional ish. It's, it's slightly different. It's kind of like a modern traditional look. Um, it's, it's it's honestly classy with the sticker. Sorry. It is. It has a cool sticker. Actually, it has a little horse on there. And then first call, it's just a black sticker with a red bottom saying that it's whiskey and Kentucky straight bourbon and grafted in Kentucky um, it kind of looks like a stretched out bullet bottle without the embossed lettering. Yeah, I could see that. Um, the top's kind of cool. It's wooden. Um, it has a fake cork, so it's fully rubber, plastic, whatever they use in that. Some um, type of synthetic. Yeah, it's definitely synthetic. But, Devo, if you're ready, I'll go ahead and pop this. And then uh, I think you already poured yours, but I'll pour mine and we'll be all set. Let's see if I can get a good pop. Jesus. Gosh. I tried I tried taking the plastic off too. It, the plastic like didn't fully come off. Uh-huh. I got to push it back down so I don't get poured out of the plastic. <laughs> oh yeah, there's liquor everywhere. <laughs> you know what it kind of reminded me of when you were No, that should that should stop. Go ahead. No, like no. A, a circumcised penis? Uncircumcised? Yeah. Helmet head in the morning. <laughs> or yes, like exactly. a really cold day even if you're circumcised and it kind of like <laughs> sneaks up inside of your <laughs> okay, so uh, there's the offensive part. It only took us three minutes to get into that. So it's slightly inappropriate. We're fine. Yeah. We're fine. <laughs> so, Devo, have you given this a sniff yet? So on the on the nose, I am getting a, a definite like spice in, ter- in terms of like the tickling of the nose. Like that is front, like you're, you're going to be getting that. Um, it could be the ethanol. I was going to uh, say, I think it's kind of ethanol, but I get what you're saying. And, uh, you know, like, I, I'm curious to see if they have their mash bill, um, you know, out there for the public to see or 
you know, be able to read or whatever. Yeah, it'll be uh, interesting to see. I, I think there's a little. I think there's a little bit more rye than we're expecting for this one. Could be um, just off the nose, at least. It's not super spicy, but it's also not like super sweet. Um, I'm kind of getting a mellow sweetness. I really think it's butterscotch. Yeah, and I mean, I, I I'm getting like a little bit of a cinnamon to it as well i mean i can kind of see where you yeah and i could i can kind of see where you're coming from with the the butterscotch though um that is more of a mellow sweet um for those that are kind of new to bourbon dude the it must be the ethanol pulling through because my nose is like starting to like water (laughs) and my eyes are like i don't know maybe maybe my nostrils are just like super high high octane right now now? i don't Uh know (laughs) <laughs> yeah i think that butterscotch is coming in kind of strong now the more i let it sit and kind of swirl it um but yeah i don't think i'm not getting maybe a little nutmeg for the spice too so like cinnamon and nutmeg maybe yeah yeah i could see that um and i took my my first sip and um you know it's pretty mellow in terms of like not a heavy burn not a heavy spice um but it the finish is just not there for me like it's not bad but it's not great and i mean i guess what what was the price for this one again oh yeah it was 20.99 i didn't actually say that so yeah 20.99 at total wine which is actually a great price point mm-hmm. and this is actually pretty flavorful and smooth for a 21 dollar bourbon yeah yeah, actually, yeah. Then that, I guess that's where I was trying to get at is that it is a pretty smooth uh, whiskey. Like from the looks of it, the smell, like I'm kind of getting like a Jack Daniels feel. Um, but when you taste it, it's completely, obviously completely different and, you know, not bad. Yeah, I think um, I agree with you on the uh, on the finish. The palate's actually pretty pleasant. It goes down easy, but then it sits a little weird. And I think it's because there's too much butterscotch in it, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm also getting um, almost like a, a fruity. Not sure if it's like a dried fruit or something like that, but as that as the aftertaste, and I, I don't necessarily like dried fruit aftertaste. I could agree with that. Um, you know what it makes me think of, you know how like butterscotch is great when you're like, say you get like a butterscotch, a hard butterscotch candy and it's kind of like tasty when it's, when you're sucking on it. That Mm -hmm. sounds great. (laughs) Sorry, you just took a sip and and I said that, um, but then at the end, but at then, but after you're done with it, it's like, oh, I don't like how this finishes. I don't yeah. like how this is sitting and that's kind of what I'm getting off of it is like a kind of like a stale butterscotch at the end. Okay. So I, I may be a little weird at this, but, or for saying this, but, uh, like cough syrup, like the liquid cough syrup that used to have as, as a kid, like has almost that type of texture for the finish. Yeah. It is kind of like it coats your mouth. Mm-hmm. I get where you're coming at with not, that. Not, not a good coating necessarily i'm kind of some people might like this though like more of like a cough drop okay 
you know, like one of those that they tried to like cover up the medicine side of it. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. they're trying to cover it with sweetness and it just doesn't quite work. Yeah. And it's not, it doesn't have this flavor, but have you ever had like the Ricola? Oh yeah. The, it's kind of uh... like they, it, they do honey, but, um, it kind of like where they do the Ricola, that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. yeah. I, I almost did the, the tune too. Uh, yeah. I, I had to but, hold myself back. You know how it like it tastes okay when you're sucking on it, but then when you're done, it's like, oh, okay. I don't. Uh, well, can I get a piece of gum real quick? So yeah, for uh, the the few times that I've had Ricola, um, I it, it was just odd for me because like like you were saying where you know you you suck on it and then you're like, uh, that taste is just disgusting. So I would just pop in another Ricola. So it ended up being that I went through like three packs and. No time. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's kind of kind of makes you think of like uh, like when you're drunk and you're like, well, if I'm continuously drunk, I can't be hungover, right? Kind of <laughs> yeah. like when you go to Vegas, right? <laughs> that that was initially what I was thinking of when you said that. Yeah, was, yeah, it's uh, like the Vegas well, trips. Can't get more drunk if I'm already drunk. <laughs> yeah, my problem is. I mean, uh, I can get I more get drunk. drunk. Yeah, I just that's fall asleep. <laughs> but that's like the hair of the dog stuff, right? Yeah, right. Which so I don't understand um Bloody Marys for hair to the dogs. So Yeah, I can do Bloody Marys, but I don't love them. Yeah, they they just don't sit well with me. I don't know if it's the vodka that's in it or if it's um the, or maybe what, the tomato you know, juice. It could be the tomato juice. Like I, I just think of tomato soup that I would rather have, but yeah. I don't know. I get that. I get that for sure. Um, so on the, the Yeah, go ahead. Go Sorry. ahead. Um no, I was <laughs> I was gonna say the palate, like it's tasty. It's actually pretty good. It's not exactly what I look for in a bourbon because it's probably not spicy enough for me. Right. But it's good. Yeah, it's there's uh, nothing wrong with it. It's actually pretty well balanced for it being um I think uh, we ended up seeing it somewhere that you know it was aged for three years or a minimum of three years yeah yeah so i mean for it being kind of young but also not old um meaning like the the some some bourbons that you'll see are like four years and they're they taste amazing um but this one i don't know it, it's got a great price point though it does 21 dollars is hard to beat um, this is probably one of the smoother twenty-one dollar bourbons I've ever had. Yeah, definitely. Because um, even uh, Bullet Bourbon is uh, pretty spicy. I mean, it it hits our profile <clears throat> nicely, yeah. but agreed. Yeah, it's it's spicy. If I think of the other ones that we've tried, like seventeen ninety two, spicier. Actually, most of the ones we've tried have been spicier than this. I think this is the most mellow one out there. Yeah, that we've had maybe Buffalo Trace, but Buffalo I didn't. Trace, uh, Winchester was pretty mellow. I it don't was. think that had too much spice to it. That one had a, a little bit more of a Scotch feel too. Maybe like Amer- America or America. Yeah, America was was also another one that you know we. I'm we not kind of shit say on that one, bad, but... but we felt like we did. But I like when I listened back to that one, it, it, we weren't shitting on it too bad. Um. But yeah. it, that one was also aged for a minimum of six months. So, yeah, that one was like bare minimum. 
Yeah. Um, Barrel. This minimum. isn't bad. I think I saw somewhere that this was the first bourbon that came out of this distillery. Oh, really? Yeah, the IJW. I don't know if I mentioned that. So this is actually bottled by the IJW Whiskey Company. Um, okay. I think I said that, but um, so does that that's what alcohol does to me. Just like right. half of a glass and I'm already not sure. So then that's their own distillery that's doing it, not a, uh, MG, what, MGP. It is not MGP. MGP, I think, is... M- Indiana, I'm really confused because I swore that Broken Barrel said that theirs was MGP, uh-huh. but it's but Kentucky it's also- Straight Bourbon Whiskey, and I believe MGP's in Indiana. Huh. Maybe he was saying that he none of his are MGP. Maybe. I thought he's... Yeah, he never really talked about it, but I thought he was using that, but maybe something, some other distillery. There are a lot that... I think MGP is probably the most popular one, though. Mm-hmm. It puts out whiskey right or bourbon um but this is tasty um it's cool uh it's you know what you could probably surprise someone you could argue that this could be a 30 dollar bottle yeah definitely on the the look of it the look of the bottle is actually really nice it's it's eloquent which i guess that kind of plays with the whole uh kentucky derby and everything like that as well um, I mean, if you look back on some of the older pictures of the Kentucky Derby, the women are wearing the big old hats, men are in suits and everything. And, and they still kind of do that. A lot of people still dress up like that for the Kentucky Derby. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I think it's, I don't know if it, I think there is a dress code actually. Definitely not at Santa Anita, but I could guess, I guess I could see that at the the, kentucky one yeah i think that's you know it's kind of like that historical side to it yeah that makes sense but this is good i enjoy it um i don't love it and i think it's just because the finish the finish kind of sucks yeah everything up to the finish is good like it it just like we were saying it it leaves a bad taste in your mouth and if you want something that's going to be a sipper you're going to want it to to sit nicely on as you're finished because even the swish like the the finish is still like a, a shorter finish you know and it's I, not a good finish but that's the more the sips i have of this it's great on the palate it mm. actually is but the finish just doesn't quite do it i'm um, i'm seriously thinking that it's a dried fruit that's coming through on the back end for the finish that that's what's like not sitting well. Um, I don't think it's like a citrus fruit, but it's definitely a little bit sweeter. Maybe I don't, I don't know, like a cherry. So the, the first thing that I figured out when I did the swish is I have a cut on the inside of my mouth that burns. <laughs> it's okay. That can all help heal it. <laughs> Second thing is it is pretty, uh, it's much spicier on that swish. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if I were to pull out like, what really hits on the swish or the ethanol probably because it's still a little younger, even though it's, yeah. it's aged a decent amount of time. Yeah. Three years isn't bad. Um, because most 20 and under dollar bottles are going to be like one, two, maybe three years if you're lucky. So yeah. this at least gets there. I do always wonder why they say aged at least three years. These, these fuckers are trying to get this shit out as quick as they want. So this is right. probably like, three years and one day like 
Exactly. It's not like or three years in one hour and they're like, boom. Or they waited till Monday to open it and three years was on a Saturday or something. I don't know. But you know how it's, like on sorry, go ahead. Dad. No, you. Oh, I, I was just gonna say, you know how like on uh small batches they, they tell you when it's barreled, when it's yes. bottled? Yes. This does not have those those clarifications, right? No, it does not. Um and you know, at this price point you wouldn't really expect it. Right. Most of the time you're looking at like a 30 plus dollar bottle to get that kind of information. Now, I will say, if we had found this when we were living together, this probably would have been on our shelf oh, like definitely. regularly at the $21. Yeah. This and Bullet would have both been on the shelf. This or when you wanted something sweeter, Bullet when you wanted something spicier. Yeah, definitely. But I don't think this would be a bad gift. No. Kind of no. thinking about it. Uh, definitely for like a party favor type deal. Not bad. Um, even to like, maybe a, even like a new whiskey drinker. Like I, I would definitely not feel bad, um, handing this to someone to try with a Coke to at least get their, you know, bearings underneath them. Um, I'm a little worried about this with Coke just because of that butterscotch flavor in there. I think okay. it might kind of. I don't know when I think of if you think of the ones that usually go in Coke, you have Jack, Jim Beam, Evan Williams, maybe Maker's Mark. All of those are pretty heavy in the ethanol. Yeah. Right? And this isn't quite that heavy. So you're not really getting the alcohol flavor through the Coke, I don't think. I think it's almost too smooth. I don't know. But then that's why they'll want more and more. You know, they're going to be trashed by the end of the night True. because they're not noticing the, the alcohol that they're tasting with the Coke. That that's a good point. I do like that, um, but I don't. I don't know. I, I'm. It would be interesting to try. But after our whiskey coke episode, I don't think I'm doing another whiskey coke. Um, <laughs> Definitely not whiskey regular coke. It would. Be I just whiskey diet. Uh, or you know, zero, and I've coke done that zero. for a long time, and I think that's why it fucked with me so much because all the sugar in coke, with the like, it's not technically sugar that comes through in alcohol, but it is made with sugar. So it's yeah. not like, you know, sugary in the idea of sugar, but it's still, ooh, I'm a, yeah, I'd like it. Um, I think this actually would be a good, this, this, um, what other ones have we talked about being good starter whiskeys? Maybe like Buffalo Trace, um, maybe the Broken Barrel California Oak. I think these yeah. are all good starter whiskeys. Um, this one yeah, definitely but I, hits on that. Um, yeah. Go ahead. And this one's a little easier on the wallet than the other ones. Right. Well, even though I think Buffalo Trace you can pick up, depending on where you're at, you can pick it up between 20 and 30 20 and 28 maybe. Yeah, Some places have a harder time finding it, but I did find it for $20 this weekend. I almost bought it just because it was $20, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's still Buffalo <laughs> Trace. It's not bad. You know, it's good to have on the shelf. And then I'm like, shit, uh -huh. I bought all this other shit. I probably shouldn't bring home another bottle, <laughs> even if it's a $20 bottle. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just kind of throwing me for a loop. That finish, even though it does kind of end quickly, mm -hmm. but that like initial finish, you're just like, ugh, don't love it. I, I guess how I would describe it is that um, the the amount of tasting that I've, that we've had or um, you know, that we've drinking so far for this, this whiskey. Um, it's not like I'm wanting to have more. It's just that I feel like I have to have more just because 
I'm not getting everything that I'm, you know, think that I'm tasting or trying to figure out what, what it is, what it is, you know? I agree with that. And, but to your Ricola point, I kind of want to just keep drinking it so I don't have to taste the finish. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because the palate's good. Like it is. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, it's, it's one that's worth it. You know what? This might be good in a mint julep. Okay. Yeah. Kind of add some different, kind of take away from the sweetness. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be good with that because you bring in like the citrus and the mint and I, it could be kind of tasty in that. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I, I like to put like a hundred proof into my cocktails. Uh, yeah. And that's why I like wild turkey one one so much and uh old forester 100 because I love jumping into rabbit holes. I have to bring this up. So I went to our local watering hole, liquorama and I go in trying to see if they had anything new. They had some cool stuff, but I'm like, ah, nothing I really want to buy right now. And then I saw wild turkey one one. I'm like, sweet. You know what? I'm almost out. I need to pick that up. So I was like, I'll grab it before I go. So I'm looking around some more, digging in. I'm like, okay, nah, don't really need anything else. Walk out, grab wild turkey, go pay for it. Dude says it's like $23. I'm like, cool, here you go. Get home, grab the bottle, and I look at the bottle. And guess what? Mine was not. It was not 101. No. It was just regular wild turkey. And I was like, fuck. Now, I don't think I've actually ever had wild turkey, <laughs> but I swore I'd never buy anything other than uh, nothing worse or lower price than 101. Uh-huh. And I did. And I'm very sad about it because now I have to go back and buy another 101. Right. So now I'm going to probably mix this one for guests. <laughs> I'm me. just kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, fuck, why did I do that? Because I love Wild Turkey 101, mm-hmm. especially as a mixer. That, that one's but very versatile. It is, and it's not a bad sipper. It's not the greatest sipper out there, but for 23 24 bucks, you get 100-proof whiskey, it, and it's it's tasty. Um, but back to this one. Sorry, I had to talk about that because it drove me nuts. It was one of those moments where I'm like, fuck. Uh-huh. I'm like, son of a bitch, how do I do that? Like, what was I doing? I don't Just know. We're in your right mind space. Well, I was yeah. just being, I think I was kind of rushing because I had to pick up lunch and next door at Waba Grill and mm-hmm. I just completely was like, oh, I'll just grab it and go. Grabbed it and I grabbed one bottle over. Right. Yep. Um, so, I mean, we we kind of got through it. Uh, are you going to be looking it up over at Breaking Bourbon? Or? Breaking Bourbon didn't have it, but I did find another one that did. So Okay. Um, yeah, so I can talk about it a little bit. So this is the bourbon road. So, um, they say, um, so who has heard of IJW whiskey company? And they say, maybe you've noticed a few Rick houses off to the left of wilderness trail in Danville, the ones with IJW painted on them, or maybe their offices in downtown Louisville. They have been. They may have been the best kept secret in bourbon for the last several years. Well, they're not a secret anymore. Using partner distilleries to produce their whiskey, they barrel and store it at one of four. Twenty. What the hell? I don't know what they're doing this, but barrel uh, one of four twenty-four thousand six hundred seventy-four barrel. Oh, 
they have their barrel houses were are twenty four thousand six hundred seventy four barrel rick houses. Oh, it's a really okay. confusing way to put it at, on their Danville property. So if that's a lot of fucking barrels, yeah, it is. Um, so uh, apparently a friend brought them there and uh, gave him a one point seven five liter of it, and this. The first call is the first product coming out of IJW. So I did, this is where I saw it. So to go into some of the stats, so it's made aged a minimum of three years. Um, but, oh, this actually says, but is actually just sh- a few months shy of four years. Oh, okay. So, that gives, so it's, yeah. it's aged almost four years. So hence why it's probably so smooth. Um, it does have an undisclosed mash bill though. Okay, it kind of makes sense. They're wanting to hold it close to their chest, especially if it's, you know, getting uh, the recognition that it's getting right now. So, yeah. Um, uh, so, the they say the pricing is $23.99 for $750 and $43.99 for $1.75. So, basically, right in line with Bullet. Right. So the only reason I bring that up is bullets probably like one of our go-tos at that price point. And most people have had bullets. So it's a great comparing bourbon. So the nose is Rickhouse Oak. Sweet corn from the younger age. Butterscotch chips. Oh, you got the butterscotch. All very light on the nose. I didn't get the butterscotch until I swirled it around, twirled. (laughs) Did you just imagine me twirling? If any of you have seen me on our TikTok, um, I'm not a good twirler, uh, hence because of my size, but we'll just, we'll just go with that. Um, but it says all very light on the nose. Yeah, that's, I'm gonna have to drink (laughs) a lot that night. That might be a two episode recording night and then we do it afterward. Um, so the palate is a butterscotch bomb with super light oak. Now, I don't think they're getting into all of these. I think this is a very, like, very simplistic review because that's all they say is butterscotch bomb with super light oak because there is some spice on there. And I think if anything, it's like a peppery or a cinnamony. I should have just said a pepper cinnamon spice, but, you know, Mm -hmm. I felt like using the Y at the end. Um, and then the finish is light and sweet. The finish is fairly light. I'd agree with that. Um, it just, I think that butterscotch and maybe dried fruit, like you're saying, Devo is just kind of ruining it. It's like, it just missed the mark and it's, it's just very slight missed the mark, but it missed the mark. And that's the problem. I gotcha. Because the finish kills it. Otherwise it's a really good bourbon. Yeah, especially no, I, the price. I definitely point. agree. Yeah, especially for the the price point. Um. So their overall is this sip super easy, nothing complex to hunt down in the palate. I'd pour this neat with an ice cube in the summer, and would definitely make an old fashioned out out of it. It could make an interesting old fashioned. Um. But I don't know. I don't know if it has enough depth to make a good old fashioned. Right. I, I think you're right with the, the mint julep for, for cocktails. But, I mean, I'm still going to stick to, you know, possibly being good with Coke. But Could be. I'm not going to. I think why I don't talk about with Coke very often is I wouldn't. I won't drink anything with Coke anymore. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the other one I'm thinking of is like Barks Root Beer. Yeah, that can be that, an interesting I know, one. I know that not too many people do that, and they usually go rum with root beer, but um, I think this one wouldn't be a bad one to go with for root beer. You might be right. Um, I'm not a big root beer fan, but you could be right because it's sweeter. Mm-hmm. I think with root beer, you kind of get a little bit of spice in there, right? Because yeah. you get like the sassafras. But with when you put it with Coke, you want something more ethanol spicy, right? Yeah. So this, you might be right. This might be good with root beer. I will let you do that. Okay. Sounds good. Because I'm probably not. So, um, but... Not to say I won't do it. I probably won't though. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's good. Should we should we hop into our ratings? I don't know what else to say about this. Yeah, there's you not too much else to say, really. Maybe um, pepper, cinnamon. Really on the nose and the palate, very similar. Um, there's not as much. The only thing that might change is there's more ethanol on the nose than on the palate. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I think it's pretty consistent. It, and it is, and I have been going back and forth in my mind on what I wanted to give this. Uh, definitely, I, know. I, I understand. I wish what we could do quarters, right? And um, I, I really want to, but because I'm, I'm in between a three and a three and a half. Oh, really? See, I was in between a three and a half and a four. Okay, because I think it is deserving of that. But if we meet in the middle. I'll give it a three and a half. You give it a three and a half and it's a three and a half. That works for me. Um, Cause it's still something that I'd probably put on my shelf. And I think I've said that before that three and a halfs do make their way to my shelf, but it's mainly for um, what's it called? Uh, my guests. So I think this kind of, yeah, I think this, this falls very closely in line with Buffalo trace for me. Like I'm not a okay. huge Buffalo trace fan, but I think we gave it overall a three and a half. Yeah, I think And so. I think this is in the same boat. I'm not going to have it on my shelf to drink a lot for myself. Um, This actually may be one of my live whiskeys when I go live. Oh, there you go. Just to have something kind of lower proof, easy to sip on. Um, Because I drink way too much when I go live on TikTok. By the way, if you do want to get in touch with us, we have social media for Instagram and uh, TikTok. And they're both whiskey biz podcast with a K because whiskey comes in a cask. Sorry, Devo. You were about to say it. I was about to. I was waiting. Um, kind of. So you can reach out to us, check out, like you can see the bottles on Instagram. We basically use Instagram to post the bottles, pictures, of the bottles that we review, maybe throw in some memes from time to time. And then yes. TikTok, we do some, additional videos but we also show in throw in some reminders of the whiskeys we're tasting um we're probably more active on tiktok now um but you can dm us on either of those if you have any questions reviews or you want to tell us we're stupid um anything like that you can use that or you can email us at whiskeybizpodcast again with a k at gmail.com and uh you can get you can Tell us whatever you want through there too. Yep. And if you really like us, five stars on Apple Podcast would be amazing. Because yeah, that helps definitely. to put us up the charts and helps uh, helps random people find us. So if you enjoy us, 
They might too. I feel like I'm breathing really deep this episode. I apologize. I'm like, <sighs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. Cause I feel the same way, man. I, I know I'm, it's weird. I've been taking deep breaths and, uh, going away from the mic. <laughs> right. I'm a fudge. Um, but if you could give us five stars and leave a, leave a review, that would be wonderful. Um, we also just want to hear from you guys. So let us know if you have any whiskeys you want us to try, you have any questions or topics you want us to touch on. We'd be happy to answer them, do whatever. And if we get enough questions, we might start, uh, start throwing in a, uh, question time or yeah. do an episode with questions every couple weeks or something. Um, Definitely. but yeah, and we'll touch on how to support us later. I won't kill the time right now, but we have our <laughs> review. So, or our ratings, I'm giving it a three and a half Devo. Three and a half. You mentioned whiskey Coke. The website we talked about mentioned an old fashioned. I mentioned a mint julep or actually you said whiskey Coke or root beer and uh, whiskey root beer. Right. So those are kind of the ideas we have. I haven't really, I need to perfect a mint julep. I think I've only made one once, so I need to really dig into that. I like how I've come up with old fashioned, but mint julep, I have not done much work on. So got to get better at that. But, um, anything else? Like, would you pair this with a cigar? No, I don't, I don't think it has enough, uh, flavors to be able to complement a cigar. Yeah, I agree. Um, now are you thinking is your poor, not poor rating because it's not a bad rating. Like, because you were thinking more of like a 3.25, I was thinking more of a 3.75. Mm-hmm. Is that because of the finish? Yes. The finish killed it for me. I agree. Have you ever had a, like a diet soda with like vanilla? Yes, I th- well, I've had the the Coke Zero with vanilla. You know how it's like a shitty vanilla flavor and it kind of finishes weird? Yeah. This reminds me of like that fake vanilla, unsweetened vanilla flavor. Oh, uh, okay. That's like the finish I'm getting off of it. But I agree. That's the same reason. Like I would give this four stars if the finish was good. But yeah. because we don't do half point or quarter points... I'm going three and a half Devo. You went to three and a half kind of because I coursed you into it, but I'm on the higher end of three and a half. You're on the lower end of three and a half and it works out. Yeah. So like I um, said, it, it would be on my shelf for my guests. It, it, it's not something I that I, I wouldn't necessarily have on my shelf. Like I probably would just because it's an easy sipper. Like you were saying that you'll be using for TikTok, but right. Um, yeah, and this could be something like I'd give to Lauren to try. That's I think she may like it. Yeah, because it's mellow. It doesn't, it's not harsh. Like most of the shit I drink is very, I mean, for most people outside of like regular bourbon drinkers that like higher proof, higher bite, they're, most people wouldn't like what I like. Yeah, I'm fine. Same with that. you, I think. Yeah, I'm finding that a lot now lately. Um, I'm just glad that Ariana can keep up with me for uh, that type of stuff. She, she'd much rather have the cask and barrel strength whiskeys now. Well, I think the reason we like those so much is just because even though it's higher, like it's hard, it's there's, 
a lot of people would consider them harsh. We don't really consider them harsh anymore, but the flavor that you get is so good on the cask strength. Yeah. Yeah. And it, they come it, through a lot better. Exactly. So with that being said, that concludes it. So we're at a three and a half, four first call, which to your point, Devo, we match total wines rating, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which is three and a half stars. Um, so, and honestly, right now, I think that's the only place I've seen it. Now, if you're, you may be able to find it at other locations. Um, but in California, if you are in California, I recommend if you do want to try it, check it out at total wine. Um, I have not seen it anywhere else yet. That could change because yeah, I this is their it. first product. Yeah. And I haven't seen it really either. And to be honest, I'm not looking about. for it, but you know, total wine has it for $21. So get it there. I mean, don't buy a 1.75 of this for the price. Just get the 750. Give it a try and let us know what you think too. Yeah, definitely. And again, you could let us know through any of our social media or uh, at our email. email. Yeah. And if you ever forget, all of it is on our uh, website, which is whiskeybizpodcast.com. That's also where you can find our merchandise if you do want to support us. Merchandise is a great way to support us. The other ways you can support us are through uh, Patreon. You could become a patron. Best way to find us is patreon.com forward slash whiskey biz podcast. We use whiskey biz podcast for everything with the exception of Venmo. Or is it PayPal? PayPal. PayPal. I think PayPal's whiskey biz LLC. Yeah. Or you can use our email whiskeybizpodcast at gmail.com. And then Venmo, if you want to support us that way, you can send us a few bucks. Um, whatever you feel is appropriate. We aren't out here begging for money, but it does help us to continue to provide the content that we do if you do appreciate us. So those three, those four ways, just so you know, on Patreon, we have three, we have five tiers, six tiers, six tiers, a three, five, ten dollar a month donation or donation. I don't know what you want to call it. Three, five, ten dollar a month. Uh, I'm going to call you a, uh, oh God, I called it a producer. Yes. Three, five, ten dollar producers. And then we have an 18, 20, 22, which we call like our clubs. Um, $18 uh, every two months or the starting two months after you signed up. So after you made your second monthly payment, you get a shirt with a special logo on it. Or if you want something on our website, we can send you that too. We're going to do a special logo, special, special color scheme for our patrons that no one else will get. Um, at $20, you can get a hat or shirt. Same idea. And 22, you can get basically anything except for the rug. Yeah. So um, you get a hat, shirt, or hoodie, or long sleeve. Your pick, and you can switch it up every month on that. So, um, or every two months, I guess. But yeah, just wanted to give you guys a heads up on that. We do appreciate your support. Definitely. You can support us either monetarily or with uh, reviews. That helps us out. Even reaching out to us, that helps us out, knows that you guys appreciate the content we're putting out or, you know, just to, we want to get to know you guys. So, yeah. And we're giving ratings on whiskeys that you may try or may want to try. So why not give us a rating as well? Yeah. And um, just so you know, if you don't like us, just give us five stars and tell us why you don't like us. Yeah. That way we it's can all we do ask. better. Yeah. I mean, you could hate us, whatever. 
just write a terrible review, but give us five stars. You know, you may not like us, but a lot of people might. So just give them the chance to find out if they hate us. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we've been that offensive, so no, no. hopefully not. There's, but, there's other podcasts out there that are a little bit worse than us. So. Yeah, well, I mean, there's one episode that we released that uh, if you've listened to everything, you may know what we're talking about. There's only been one real touchy topic that we've talked about. Yeah, yeah, we won't mention it right now. But yeah, we uh, won't. Going into that, like for topic, but, yeah, topic for the evening. Um, so Rob and I were kind of going back and forth on what we were wanting to talk about, um, like five minutes, or actually when we were doing the testing, um, for for the uh recording. Um, yeah, we like to do it like on a whim, but since we're recording remotely. It's a little harder, so we kind of wanted to chat through it. So what did we decide on, Devo? Well, uh, you know, what's pretty fascinating for me, and I don't know why, I don't know if it's like a weird little thing for me, for me to have this um, thing, but serial killers kind of, you know. Intrigue you? Intrigue me, yeah. And I don't I think know why. naturally, as a society, things that we don't understand make us interested right right and hopefully the majority of us cannot understand why a serial killer does what they do right right if you do um there are a few numbers you can call (laughs) to help you out (laughs) yeah um if you do have urges um reach out to friends family psychologists uh psychiatrists uh there's medication for that but there's some um, serial killers that said that they they just thought it was normal though too so and so please, if you ever have those feelings, part. don't drink too much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do not drink too much. God only knows what will happen. I'm completely kidding because I know none of our listeners will. But um, with that being said, so what do you, you just kind of want to go through like serial killers, who they are, like what, or do you want to just kind of talk about it on a broad spectrum where we talk about like what, what is in their head? Well, and, and that's the other thing. I think it's called, uh, there was a TV show that came out um, that was, I think, a Netflix original. Um, and it was about the FBI. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. I know which one you're talking about. There's where, season where two out first, right now. Yeah, yeah. They they were canceled oh, before season three. But um, it's not Masterminds. What is it? It's a... Uh, you keep talking. Mind, I'll look it up Mind right Hunter. Oh, Mind good Hunter. one. Yes. Or Mind Hunters, what, something like that. That that's a great show. Uh, gives you kind of like an insight on um, what they're thinking, how they came about, and everything like that. So, um, <clears throat> and I had watched many shows or documentaries on other serial killers like uh, BTK and uh, Ted Bundy. And I think Ted Bundy is, even has a few different movies or shows about him right now, too. Um, one with uh, Zac Efron. I think that one was Ted Bundy. Yes. Oh, the you're Ted right. Bundy tapes or something like that. or um, And that one was pretty good, too. Um, but, yeah, just thinking about the ones that we kind of, like, grew up knowing about. Yeah, that's a good point. So like some of the big ones were um, like Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. You have Ted Bundy. You have um, 
in on the West Coast, one of the well-known ones was the I-5 Killer or the I-5 Strangler. In Zodiac. Yes, in Zodiac. There are a lot out there. Who's the... Oh my gosh, you just brought up earlier the um, the cannibal. Um, who was that? That was... Uh, uh, that was Jeff Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. So, like, it's just crazy to think that someone would have in their mind, like... I need to kill someone <laughs> like right. I, I laugh about it, but it's, it's not funny, obviously, but no, it's, it's crazy. But... Like it's, it's just like, it's such a ludicrous thought, but they have these thoughts. Like, could you imagine having those thoughts? Yeah, I, I can't like, and I think that's what intrigues me about it is like, how, how do you, how do you get to that and thinking that it's okay or, I mean, some of some of them uh, had said. I think Dahmer said it, that it was partly his uh, wanting to get revenge and stuff like that. But like John Wayne Gacy, he had all the money that he could ever want. Like he was actually pretty well off, and yet he was stacking bodies in his uh, basement. Yeah, that's that's it's crazy. Um... You know, another one, it wasn't really a serial killer, but did you ever watch that video? The Netflix show, I think, had it where there was that guy that someone put a bomb around his neck. Oh, you remember that one? um, Evil, evil something. Uh, Yeah, where they they told him he had to rob the bank. Yeah, and it was a, a woman that was the mastermind behind it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Spoiler alert, by the way. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, it it is like a six-part series. But that was the one where they literally showed, they were recording on the news live, and the dude's head, like, basically blew up. Yeah, it was the first time uh, something like that, actually. I think it was one, I think it was part of the reason that they they started the delay on, like, TV, on live streams. uh, Streamings, yeah. Yeah, that was nutty, but that wasn't technically a serial killer. But that person, like, to have those thoughts, it's just like, oh, let me put a bomb around this dude's neck. Like, you could have fucking faked it. Mm -hmm. And the dude probably still would have done it. You didn't have to blow up his head. Right. Like, uh, what? Ugh. I just, I don't, I don't get well, it. And some this, of the mutilation that they do and all of that, I don't, I'm like, how, how do you find, it's not yeah. like they find joy out of it, but, you know. Was it just a TV show? Was it like a, a TV show where the guy like made lamps out of the skin of the people that he killed? Or was that a real, was that based on a real person? Is that Hannibal? It might've been. I think it was Hannibal, uh, which but, is a TV like, show. Yeah, it's just like the things that these people think of. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm I'm sitting over here. Like, I, I wish I could be creative, and yet they're creative in another way. And <laughs> it's just, hor- I I mean, I'm chuckling partly because of like nervous laughter. But um... <laughs> when I don't mean to be a dick, but these people are missing chromosomes, or something is like their their head is not normal. Now, mind you, we are at the top of the food chain. So we uh, currently, I mean, that could easily change, you Mm -hmm. know, 
we keep getting more vegans. We're not going to be on the top of the food chain anymore. Right. And if you are vegan, that's fine. I just eat red meat and I, I don't think about it when I eat it. I just enjoy it. I was going to say, you just think about it, uh, tasting good. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I apologize if, or not apologize. Like I'm happy with who I am. I understand why you're vegan or whatnot, but I, I'm not going to just not do what you. you do. Yeah. It's yeah. not for me. Um, but like we, I don't know. So like naturally we're killers, right? In essence, mm-hmm. we just don't usually kill our own. Right. Usually. usually. But maybe, there's, maybe there's that's that moral compass that we all try to like, bro, maybe that's evolution. By. I'm just kidding. I know you aren't, a, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you know, maybe the lions were the best creatures for a while and they didn't kill each other and then eventually they started killing each other and then you know we were formed not that i believe in evolution i'm just bringing up a random thought here but Mm -hmm. you know maybe that's like the evolution of mankind i do believe in micro evolution i don't believe in macro personally right but i'd be happy to talk with someone about it because maybe i I, i'm not always right i think i am i'm i'm (laughs) personally i think i'm as you are I'm personally right until someone proves me wrong. That's that's how I feel. Just like the whole uh, innocent until proven guilty. Yes, I'm right until you prove that I'm wrong. Right. <laughs> and I'm gonna push you very hard in, to prove. Like it's not gonna be an easy proof, but still, like I'd love to talk about it. I uh, we've talked about it before. How we hate that like the world now is so politically correct. We can't even talk to people about our beliefs. Without triggering someone, someone. Yeah, you, I mean, <sighs> yeah. And it's there's... our fault if we trigger someone. Like, no, fuck you. Yeah, uh, no, you're the I, one that's I, offended. Like, you don't yeah, have to I'm... be offended. And it's not even like offensive stuff. You just say like you're, you're a Democrat or a Republican, and the, uh, honestly, it's one side more than the other that freaks out. But we don't want to get into that. Right. But still, like, what what the hell? When did it happen where we couldn't talk about stuff? We have to, like, walk on eggshells so we don't offend least, someone. Like, fuck that. Or at least most of us do that out of not wanting confrontation. But then when you do get confrontation, it's just absolutely horrible. Like, if now, you see some of those uh, videos out there, then I do know. And then I do. I'm like, hmm, okay, serial killing makes sense. Sorry, right. I, I, I was just I was just thinking of uh John Mullaney. He has a joke where he talks about like um he he was a young kid at the age of 12 or something like that and was watching like 60 minutes and they were going after or they had caught a guy that had killed his ex or something like that and as a kid he was like, "Oh, I I don't understand. How can you kill someone? How can you kill an ex?" And then he said he he grew up and then uh, he he got cheated on by his uh, one of his exes, and he was like, "Oh, well, I'm not gonna do it, but I get it." <laughs> I think like if you're a dude, right, and you knowingly cheat on another dude's, or you cheat with another dude's girlfriend, right? Like there should be a law that says that dude can kick your ass, mm-hmm. like just beat the absolute daylights out of you. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be, uh, what is it, active. Um, oh. Like, it's like they put you into, like, a boxing ring. Like, it's it's a it's a punishment, right? They put you in a boxing ring with your hands tied behind your back. 
Yeah. Like that should be the punishment. Like something like that. Like and you and as the government, they could make money off of this. Right? <laughs> like sell tickets. Charge and- <laughs> I mean, even five bucks a ticket and put it in like a you know, a parking like a Walmart parking lot or something, you know, and and, and people would pay to see that shit. For some reason I'm thinking of Shrek right now. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't know why. I thought of but, the, the scene where Shrek goes in and he's supposed to go find Fiona or whatever. And there was a uh, a wrestling ring. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was like the second one, right? No, no, that was the first oh, one. Oh, the first that one? with the Lord Farquaad. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's a lot of stuff that happens in the second one that I forgot about. I rewatched it, and it was, it was very entertaining. Shrek's a great movie, by the way. But I... I I just cannot understand serial killers. And that's, again, why I think I'm so intrigued. I used to listen to a podcast that was, I think the actual name was Serial Killers. Uh-huh. Is it a podcast? I think it, I I think think it I is. That, I think that I know the one that you're talking about. Yeah. Because I was they have a few different one for ones. a little while, too. Yeah. It's, it's a good one. It's interesting. Um, it was just a little too, like, repetitive for me. Mm-hmm. It just, it didn't, like, grab my attention. Now... The two of us are a little monotone, so <laughs> who knows? Maybe we don't grab attention, but we talk right. about fun stuff. Yeah. Or if you need to go to sleep, just listen to us and boom, yeah, asleep. Be able to... So tonight. And then we yes. say fuck. <laughs> and like, what, what, what? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think one of the, thinking back on it, three, three of the serial killers that kind of got me like, whoa. What are what are they doing? Why or you know being more intrigued by them was Jeffrey Dahmer, Bundy, and uh, Manson. Was it Charles Bundy Manson. or Manson that was like extremely like a charming guy? Bundy or was it both? Well, both, both. Um, Manson isn't it crazy? Had a bunch of charisma to be able to get a cult going and everything, and Bundy was able to somehow. Oh yeah, girls. Manson was the cult. Sorry. Yeah. I'm starting to catch up here. Manson family man. Yeah. Um which uh what is it? Something in Hollywood with uh Brad Pitt and it was fairly new for the movie. And it was uh it was uh Oh my gosh. Tarantino it's a Tarantino uh, flick. Do you want me to look it up? No. Brad Pitt uh, recent movies. If uh if our listeners want to throw that out there, um I, I I something in Hollywood, I think. Oh, uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah. yeah. Got it. That one was a pretty good one. If you don't know what it's about, you'll be lost. But Okay. Um, like I had Ariana go with me or we watched it together and uh, she had no clue that it was about a certain family. And uh, so she was lost the whole time. But those are the three that like stick with me and, and like I'll still listen to or, or watch documentaries on them. Um, John Wayne Gacy has, or there's a documentary out uh, about him um, on Peacock right now. And that was a good series. What's it as called? Well. Um, I don't remember. Wrong question. Sorry. 
Um, so just look up John Wayne Gacy, Hulu, or Peacock, whatever it was. Yeah, it's um, Peacock. But yeah, it's just crazy to think about these guys and like Richard Ramirez. He was the Night Stalker. And he actually was staying. I don't know if you guys have seen the video of that the Asian girl who had the unfortunate circumstances where she was in. We did talk about this, Devo. We talked about the elevator game. Um, but oh. if you haven't if you haven't seen that or listened to that episode, um, we talk about the girl that ended up in a water tank in the Cecil Hotel. And some people claim that it was uh, Richard Ramirez haunting the hotel. And there are all sorts of things, but like Richard Ramirez was in the Cecil Hotel. Like, it's just, it's weird to think of these like crazy people being in places we've been, you know? And like, yeah. And who knows? Like, these people acted normal and they just had a type that they went after. Well, and with you saying uh, that these people acted normal, that is kind of what the uh, the title of that series is called for John Wayne Gacy. It's a uh, John Wayne Gacy Devil in Disguise. So, um, if you guys are interested in learning about that type of stuff, or at least you know just watching documentary docu series, that one's a good one. Which is kind of weird because we kind of adapt to our environments, right? Like, I'm completely different on the podcast than I am at work. Right. I'm completely different with my girlfriend than I'm with just the average person, right? Like you kind of have like these, we all have one personality, but you get comfortable with people and you act differently, right? Like you're the social norms of the uh, environment. Yes. So we do kind of adapt to our environment, right? Like I, since I've been working from home, I cuss a little more at work, which I shouldn't, but it's usually only around people that I'm comfortable with. And I know it doesn't bother them. Now, my boss, I'd never throw out an F-bomb or shit or anything like that. But it is kind of funny how that happens. Um, But you guys get pure Rob on this. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, and a nervous yeah, Devo. <laughs> no, you aren't nervous anymore, Devo. We're used no. to this. Yeah. It's a little different recording remotely but at least i can see your picture your face even though mine's covered by my mic so um sorry you don't get all of my your mannerisms Uh um but yeah it's just i don't know i just it's so intriguing and it's like one of those things it's kind of like when you're in your car right and you're on the freeway and you're sitting in this pileup and you're like what the fuck happened like there better be an accident ahead i know everyone's had that thought Yeah. Like this better not have been for nothing. And then you're like thinking about it and like, holy shit, if like that ruined that person's day and you're kind of like saying, or I've said it, I'm just going to say I've said it, but I feel like a lot of people have had this same feeling. It's like there better been an accident. I don't want to be sitting in this traffic for no fucking reason. Yeah. Well, at that point you're, you're wasting, essentially wasting your time. (laughs) Essentially. Yeah. I mean, unless you're listening to a wonderful podcast like Whiskey Biz Podcast, and then you aren't wasting your time. You're just, you know, shooting the shit with the guys. Yeah. And hopefully you're yelling at the yelling in your car. Like it would make my day if someone gave me a like sent us a story where they said we said something stupid and then they're like yelling at their radio and then they looked over and someone's like, what the fuck are they doing? Right. You know what I mean? Like. 
there's one podcast that I listen to and they're like, scream it from the rooftops. Um, and they're like, I forget what it is. Someone. So is my best friend. Uh, I was thinking of super bad. Yeah. I can't remember what they say, but it's, it's a, it's a cool true crime podcast. There are two comedians. It's small town murder and, uh, crime in sports. Okay. And, uh, I used to listen to them a ton when I was driving to work. Now I don't anymore because of I'm working from home, but like, it's just like, I would love to hear stories like that. Like if you guys have that story, let us know. It's just, those are great stories, but I don't know. We we've been through rabbit holes here, but serial killers definitely have some screws loose. Yeah, definitely. And, um, to be honest, they're not, well, I mean, they're, they're kind of bringing them back in terms of bringing up old serial killers. I haven't heard of anyone outside of the ones that we mentioned. Like it's well, weird you, to, for me to think that there has to be still some serial killers out there. We're just not hearing it from the media. Do you think that's true? Or it's just easier for us to find them now with like so DNA, it, because it, a lot of those guys are from like the early nineties and back. True. Right. Like if you think about serial killers, there, there haven't been as many, there was what that, the, the sniper. I remember the sniper. Mm-hmm. I think it was in like DC or something. Okay. I think so. Where, where they were like shooting from the rooftops and killing yeah, people yeah, and yeah. then they disappear and they lasted for a while and they would, they were considered ser- serial killer. Right. Right. But they, I don't think that person had like a type like some of the others, like there were women or, you know, where they went after a certain type. And honestly, a lot of serial killers went after women, which is depressing. Mm-hmm. That's that's just it's too bad and it's not right. But it is kind of what a lot went after. And yeah. I think it was to, because they were they felt insufficient or they didn't feel like. Well, they got rejected. They needed power. Yeah. And. I think one or two of them talks about that they, you know, got rejected a few too many times. And so they, they took it out on all of their victims. Now I'm going to throw a little twist into this. Do you think that a lot of what serial killers felt that led to them getting to this, like, because you have to have a certain amount of rage in you to do what they've done. Right. Mm hmm. I feel like all men have a little bit of rage in them, but is that because like we are supposed to suppress our feelings? Like we can't act like there's been a big thing on TikTok where a lot of people have done videos saying like, you know, sometimes we just like guys have those like sensitive feelings too, but we aren't supposed to show them. Yeah. Like it's culturally, not approved like we're supposed to be tough yeah like where we can't be sensitive and like but the funny thing is every woman wants a sensitive man but when we're sensitive then people are like oh he's just being a for lack of better terms he's being a pussy or he's being a wuss or he's you know and i wonder if that's what leads to a lot of like you know negative things that happen definitely could be it's it's definitely something that I would say is a contributing factor um, for it all. Uh, but yeah, um, <laughs> maybe they just weren't hugged enough as a kid. 
Well, that could be. I mean, that's a sense of like Work. comfort that guys supposedly aren't supposed to need. But in all honesty, like we have the same feelings that a, a woman does or, you know, we just want to, sometimes we need that comfort and, you know, sometimes that's why guys snap, yeah. to be honest. Because like, they haven't uh, been able to, that's their only outlet for it. I'll be honest, I've done it, you know, where I hold in these feelings so long that I snap and someone's like, what the fuck? Like, I don't like that you're talking to me like this, but it's because I just, I held it in so long and eventually I was just like over it and I couldn't keep it in anymore. And sadly, that's kind of where it goes to. Just yeah. like a lot of guys won't talk to psychologists or... Because uh, they'll it? be viewed as weak. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's a cultural thing as well. That's tough. But I mean, cultures change, right? Like it used to be culturally women were homebodies that took care of the house. They didn't work and the guy was the the breadwinner. And now that's not how things were. Like things are changing. I don't know. So So maybe that'll change at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe in like 120 years, women will be the breadwinners and guys will stay at home. I don't know. Who knows what will be like culturally acceptable in 120 years. Now, guys are naturally a little tougher than women. And I'm not trying to be sexist in any way, but I think anyone like with a, with an open mind would agree with that. Well, naturally, because... Yeah. Like more aggression. Guys show more aggression. Well, we have a lot more uh, testosterone flowing yes. through, and that's what does aid us in uh, Agreed. our and aggression and everything. And I think that's partly why you see more male serial killers or male criminals than you do women. Yeah, because like, even when we brought up the the list, there was only one um, woman serial killer and it was uh the lady um eileen her first name is eileen i can't remember her last name oh, right oh she was the one uh, that killed all the men for their money right yeah and she buried them and they made a movie with holly no that's not holly berry uh Mon- about, Mon- uh charlie stern um, monster monster yeah yeah and that one's an interesting one um that that chick was missing s- some screws yeah, quite a few screws. Yeah, she was well, she was screwed up. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, it's crazy like it does tend to be more male oriented. Now, one person that's not considered a serial killer and you could argue is is that um was it the death nurse or what was her name? You know that nurse that kept killing people? Uh... Like she'd give them too many drugs and then they'd overdose and die and then Oh, what's her name? Oh, um, shit. Well, this one comes up with Charles Edmund Cullen. Uh, it's, um... It says 17 serial killer nurses. But yeah, she's not usually... Um, brought up? Yeah, I mean, she's she's brought up in a lot of things, but I can't find her. Um, There's a movie called Death Nurse. Um, God, someone's going to be listening to this and be like, you fucking idiot. It's this person. It's this person. 
And please tell me if you're yelling this in your car and uh, someone's looking at you weird because that would make my day. Um, oh, it's something angel, angel of death. Oh, uh, nurse. I don't, uh, this is so annoying. It's, I even have everything at my was fingertips. It, and, uh, it, did the nurse inject her patients with bleach? Cause there, there was no, one serial killer no. that comes up for that. Her name's Kimberly. Angel of death. Yeah, it's the Angel of Death, the serial killer nurse. It's coming to Netflix. Oh, okay. I'll probably but, watch it. Oh, is that a man? Oh, shit. I just completely... Oh, see? That's what it was. I I had brought up, up uh, Charles Cullen. So... Well, uh, maybe that was him. But it's just crazy, like... Just because he's a, he was a nurse, he thought it was a female? Yeah, that was sexist as shit. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just crazy to think about it. It's just like trying to put your your feet in their shoes and you're like, nope, can't do it. I can't, I can't. There's nothing I can do about it. Um, uh, Man. Yeah. But I mean, again, it's just one of those things where it just makes you think. not that we have any of those tendencies or anything like that, but it's just, uh, you know, you kind of have, like, like we were saying for, for us, this is how we tend to get through whatever we're going through. We just talk it out rap and, and just talk to each other or talk to our significant others. Um, but these people definitely didn't have that. Uh, well, they didn't have a lot of them. stuff. The funny thing is the, a lot of the serial killers were very like, charming but they weren't so they were socially awkward right it's weird it's like they could get someone to like them and then it was like once they had to have actual like normal social skills it just didn't there there's no mm-hmm. it's not there and it's just yeah. crazy what were you saying oh no i was i was just gonna say yeah that it's crazy to think of that <laughs> yeah i don't know and it, it's crazy too. They're literally disguised because you would never know. Yeah, I mean, um, I know I've brought him up already. I think twice, but um, Gacy, he was a clown, but he also owned, um, like he was a general contractor, and he did all these other things. He was in good with the government like his local government and everything and when they tend to be very smart yeah and usually just like anyone right when you're trying to hide something when you become complacent that's when you get caught like you get cocky kind of like oh it's it's fine and then you get caught um i mean that goes to a lot of things like when people cheat when they do like you know, a lot of things they get, they eventually become complacent and they're like, but on a, on the other side, I think a lot of serial killers want to get caught. Yeah. I, but they don't want to be, they don't want to get caught because they, they like give it to someone. They want to be caught because someone figures it out. Right. Just like the Zodiac killer, he, which he was never caught. Correct. But, um, 
I mean, there's there's theories out there that he was, and then he just escaped, or she, because they don't know whether it was a guy or a girl. But, um, or maybe they were picked up, but they couldn't be figured out. Yeah, and that so. probably was the biggest rush for them to be with the police and be like, "Oh, you caught me," and then like, "Oh, can I get out of this?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just so it's so foreign to me that it's just so like, I just can't grasp it. Yeah. I mean, there's a part of me that's like, you know, I, I probably would have, if I was in the era of the FBI first putting together, um, like how they're going to catch a serial killer. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I would have been intrigued and in wanting to do that. But now thinking about it, I'd be like, oh, no, that sounds so exhausting. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Could you imagine like you're you're literally like you spend, I mean, on a lot of these serial killers back before they had the forensics they do now, they would spend so much time looking for this person, mm-hmm. you know, and now we have internet so it's easy to send you know snapshots of people state to state and you know you can communicate with other police agencies or you know law enforcement agencies and spread out and easily like set up roadblocks 150 miles away but back then it like you could call if they didn't pick up it was you know okay what do i do now you know, yeah, now we, you just email it over, you send it out into to the media and the media spreads it, you know, even though I think in a lot of cases they didn't want panic. Right. So they didn't tell the media. Yeah. Which is kind of that other fine line, like when is it right to tell the media? Because, I mean, the media is great at making things look differently than they are. Right, right. Mass, hyster- mass hysteria and all of that yeah, can yeah. erupt through the and media. When is it, like in a lot of these stories that you hear of pe- of serial killers that were caught, like how many people, di- additional people died because they were like, oh, we'll figure it out. We don't need to tell the media or we don't need to scare people. And then more people died. And it's like, oh, maybe you should have told someone. Yeah. You know, I mean... It's interesting. Like it's it's a very but if you're put in their shoes, like and you started a mass hysteria, is it you know, I don't know. That's a whole other side of it. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, uh, if you guys have any thoughts and um, you know, just comments and everything like that, hit us up. Yeah, definitely let us know. We'd love to hear about it. Um again. Reach out to us. We love hearing from you guys. Um, Diva, I think we're done on this topic, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Um, so it, let us know. It's a little dark, man. It's a little it, dark. It is. <laughs> it's dark outside, too. So Yeah. It's pretty late, actually, for us right now. We had mm-hmm. some uh, hiccups on the original recording. So, um, so, yeah. So let us know. Reach out to us. We love to hear from you guys. We appreciate you guys listening. Um, and... If you have any recommendations on whiskeys, let us know. We do have a few lined up, but we're always open for new ones to add into the lineup. We love to hear from you guys in general. So, Devo. As always. Sorry. I wasn't sure where you were going to go for it, Devo. As always, keep it neat, friends. 
Woo!